Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Pirelli tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching... FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Now, Bucky, I don't want to say the Jets knew what they were doing when they won a couple of games last year. Now, you know, let's win a couple of games. We'll get Zach Wilson. Things will go a little bit smoother. Trevor Lawrence has some difficult. Maybe they knew what they were doing winning a couple of those games. Hey, you know, you think we're going to go get Trevor? No, 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 no. We like the Wilson kid out of BYU. Just <laughs> wait. So we'll win a couple. Avoid going 0-16. Now the Jets are the smartest guys in the room. Look at that. That's, that's, that's what we're doing right now off a couple of preseason games. That's what we're doing. We're ready to say that Zach Wilson is ready to save the world. Okay. Bucky, I mean, this I may be it. as good as it gets, Bucky. That's the reason. It, it may mean, not get any better than this right now. I mean, I dig it. I mean, I, I think this is a unique situation where maybe all of the young quarterbacks have a chance to be all right. I mean, who knows? But it's interesting, though. It is interesting to watch how these guys are playing because Zach Wilson had his day. The other day against the Green Bay Packers, threw the ball around the yard a little bit. Looked like he was um, Aaron Rodgers s little little Aaron Rodgers Jr. Jr. Yeah, so Hall that, of Fame, saying yeah, whatever you think. Yeah, sure, I mean, yeah. So yeah. he was good. Then Trevor Lawrence was. 
Today getting beat up a little bit because the offensive line couldn't protect against the Saints. Still flashed a little bit. We saw Trey Lance uh, representing Trey Area, as they like to say in the Bay. He was throwing it around. <laughs> so, man, it's, it's a unique time to see all these young guys. Good thing in, what, two weeks, two and a half weeks, we get a chance to see him play for real. Oh, now here's the thing about Trevor Lawrence. Look, obviously, we know the Hall of Fame path that Zach Wilson is on. But watching t- watching tonight, right, as you said, we got to see Trevor Lawrence flash right now. The Jaguars not having a great game. They're mm-hmm. getting thumped by the Saints. The, the you know, the Saints came out in the first quarter, two touchdowns on drives. Winston threw a couple of touchdowns. Lawrence had a couple of nice plays, had a nice pass to Chanel for a big first down thrown away from his body. But, you know, 14 completions, 113 yards. He needs about 104 passes attempts to get to 300 uh could we really see because he was running for his life the whole night i mean that that's a big thing we saw trevor lawrence under duress could we really see the potential of gardner Minshew starting because of that like we always hear well hey maybe if the offensive line needs some time you don't want to get your rookie quarterback out there and get him killed but is that a real scenario where hey maybe we go with Minshew to start simply because we don't know how well we can protect trevor lawrence if tonight's any indication buck this is the preseason with Vanilla defenses, man. And it's, it was like they were just pinning their ears back and they were just busting through like it was a New York City subway and I was going through the turnstiles, man. It was rough. Yeah, it was It was a tough it was, it was, it was a tough little deal. And, you know, that's the thing about it when it comes to young quarterbacks. You don't really know how they're going to fare until they start getting touched up and hit. Because once they get hit, most quarterbacks, even veteran quarterbacks, change. And so what you're trying to see is the composure, the poise, how they – uh, are able to keep their eyes up and those things. And so it was a good test. It was a good trial run for the young quarterback. So are, are you still okay? He, you put him out there ready to go week one. He's, he's shown enough and uh, offensively he's, you know, and the offense will be okay enough where it's not him running for his life all the time. Well, I mean, he may have to run for his life a little bit anyway, <laughs> but he's better than the alternative because the alternative is Garner Minshew and those guys. You don't want to see that. No one wants to see that. Mm. No. No, no, nobody does. They can't tank again. No, you know, no. you can't take it. You already have, you already tanked and got your quarterback. Yeah, so <laughs> you got you to put him out there. And so um, I think some of this is to be expected. You, you kind of want to see him struggle a little bit and see how much they grow from it. And so, good. This was a good trial run because he got hit a little bit. He had to stay in there. It was ugly. It wasn't quite like it was um, against the Browns. And so now the big thing will be, how much do you play him in week three um, to maybe build up his confidence heading into the season opener? Well, after tonight, I don't think you play him at all. I think you tell Trevor, hey, you know what? Why don't you just sit? We'll see you week one, okay? You put that bubble wrap around him, make him just get on the field and everything is okay. Like, I mean, all the way around him. Like Ryan Reynolds, when he falls off the building and free guy, he's got that big bubble around him. I think that's what you have to do for Trevor Lawrence for the next couple weeks because tonight was scary. I mean, you saw you saw plays where they're broken down a, a, a second after the snap because people are missing blocks and he's trying to run and, and trying to get a pass off. Yeah, they were, look, I, I think that's the bigger thing, and that's something that has come up in both games. The Browns game and the Saints games, the offensive line has not been able to hold up. And more importantly, they have not been able to run the football. And so a lot of what coaches – a lot of coaches would like to run the football to take the pressure off the young quarterback. But when you're not able to establish the running game or to balance out the offense, it puts too much pressure on the young guy. And when the young guy is also getting hit – then their performance begins to suffer. And then you begin to worry about their long-term confidence. And so this is something where 
Urban Meyer, the coaching staff, they got to figure out how to fix the offensive line. Because if they don't get that fixed, it's going to be a long year for Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, because Urban Meyer's looking up going, well, let's see, we, we don't get Northern Ohio on our schedule. I, there's no, you know, there's no, the only bye week you get in the NFL is when you actually don't play a game. I mean, it's, it's got to, it's, this is going to be the big adjustment for him is that, hey, this is every week. It's going to be an incredibly difficult mountain to navigate and something to climb where it's not just going to be, hey, we have the athletes, we're out, we are playing well, we know what we can do, we're going to step on the football field and be the more talented team every single time we get out there basically until you get to the playoff but th- this is where like this is kind of your i don't know if it's the welcome your welcome to the nfl moment for trevor lawrence but i kind of feel like this is the welcome to the nfl moment for urban meyer where he's got to realize now that okay this fun crap with tebow coming in and playing and all that and the headlines all that okay man we got like two and a half weeks and we got to button it down and we're going to get boat raced yeah no i i think that is definitely something that um he is realizing He's definitely trying to figure out um, what this looks like. And I think the last two weeks have been extremely frustrating for him because he's been, one, on the wrong side of the scoreboard, and two, there have been moments where the team hasn't really played well. And so for a guy who's an ultimate competitor like he is, he's trying to figure out how quickly can I fix this because it is a long season when you're taking a lot of losses and those things, and I just don't know if he has the stomach um, to deal with that. Yeah, this is so you're you're kind of wishy washy on on Meyer here. Like this, it's, no, no, it's, I'm not wishy washy on him because I think he is a great coach and I think he can figure it out. But I also know losing is hard, and losing is hard for those who have never lost um, in the past. His turnarounds have happened immediately. Like he takes over a team and they immediately change and they start winning. Um, I don't know if he's ever had a losing season, you know. And so for someone like that. Oh man, that's that's a rough journey. That that is that is a tough ordeal now. And so I think that is the part where you're just wondering how is he going to be able to endure? Because remember, we've seen him stressed out about this before and it's led to some health issues. So this is one of those things you just want to keep an eye on. Just one just want to monitor. Jason Smith, Bucky Brooks, Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes, 2021 Nielsen Report limitations. They do apply. Now, flip side of this, really, Jameis Winston has been the story tonight for the Saints. Two touchdown passes. Uh, Callaway's caught both of them, who I drafted in a couple of leagues this weekend. I'm pretty happy about that. Uh, but, you know, we saw Sean Payton saying he wants to name his quarterback this coming weekend. Is it over after tonight? I, I can't see Taysom Hill finding his way back after. And not, not that he's looked awful. You know, Taysom Hill's been okay. He, you know, he, he didn't run because that's kind of what he does to balance out his limitations throwing the football. But Winston tonight, 9 out of 10, 123 yards and a couple of touchdowns. When you think that, okay, Winston's heating up a bit, you can still use Taysom Hill outside to doing different things, you know, playing that variety of different positions like he does. Uh, is there any way it's not Winston after tonight? I mean, I think it should have been Winston from the jump because here's the thing when you get Winston as the starting quarterback. You still have Taysom Hill as the ultimate X-factor gadget guy. When Taysom Hill starts, you lose that surprise or that different element that he can bring when he comes off the bench and he's the runner, he's the H-back, he's the running back and all of those things. And so I think this is the perfect storm 
for the New Orleans Saints and Sean Payton and how he wants this offense to evolve. Jameis Winston as the traditional drop-back passer. Taysom Hill coming in to add a little spice to the offense. This, to me, makes the Saints a more dangerous offense. And let's be clear. Um, two things that stood out to me when I watched the Saints. One, Jameis Winston, in my estimation, is getting coached harder and maybe better in New Orleans than he did in Tampa. And that's not a slight to Bruce Arians. I think Bruce Arians works better with an older quarterback, like a Carson Palmer, like a Tom Brady. Jameis Winston, that uh, no-risk-it-no-biscuit offense, man, that's a lot for a young guy to know when to dial it back and when to keep it his foot on on the gas and those things. Secondly, I think Sean Payton can make anybody an elite-ish wide receiver. Marcus Callaway tonight looked like a, a dude. I mean, yeah, right? and it's, it's no different than all the other receivers that we've seen. No disrespect to these guys as I'm listening. Marcus Colston, Devery Henderson, um, Robert, was it Meacham? Uh, mm-hmm. we, we talk about uh, Ted Ginn Jr., um, the number of catches that Michael Thomas is getting. I'm beginning to think that Sean Payton with the pin, he can create a wide receiver out on the perimeter because the guy tonight looked like an elite Pro Bowl wide receiver. Look, you got Ted Ginn, right? You had Lance Moore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look I at mean, these guys, they, they I rolled mean, through. Yeah. I mean, just creating them, you know, and that's just – you know, maybe by design, maybe it's the wide receiver coach. I don't know, but I feel like they can just uh, make something out of nothing in New Orleans because all of the worry that we worried that we had about, man, how are the Saints' offense going to roll? Like they just have Alvin Kamara and a bunch of unheralded guys on the perimeter. They don't have Michael Thomas. Who knows when he'll get back? How will they move? And then, oh, by the way, Marcus Galloway goes and has a hundred yards in like a quarter of work. Yeah, right. right. I wonder if Michael Thomas suddenly gets really healthy, really fast. Like you think you think mm. he's like, hey, you know what? I'm feeling really good now, guys. I'm fe- no, mm. I, I'm telling you, I'm feeling really good. No, I want to be here. I, I'm happy here. I yeah. want to be. I'm feeling you it. Know, it's, it's just different. It uh, the guy just has a way of of making it happen for sure. You know, I feel like it's the, it's the same way. Like the Saints do it, and no matter who they bring in, it's like, how does this guy have seventy five catches for nine hundred and fifty yards and eight touchdowns this year? Really, like the Saints and the Chargers are the two teams that just and it doesn't matter. Like whoever they put yeah. out there, it's like, how is this guy? How is this guy? It, how does he have ninety catches this year? I mean, really, like the, those are the two teams that no matter who they put out there at wide receiver, it's like we got guys that, that put numbers up. Doesn't matter. It, it really doesn't matter. It, it is the it's the funniest thing to to watch is you you're just looking and you're saying man how are they putting this together year after year after year they find a way to be able to get guys going but Sean Payton in the pen power to pen man just finds a way to do it Mm, man, I'll tell you, it is. Uh, if you are nervous as a Saints fan going into this game, you feel a lot better uh, feeling, OK, we're moving the football. We have our quarterback situation settled. Uh, we, we, you know, we, we're going to have Taysom Hill come in as a weapon. You know, you can't always get all the answers in a preseason, but you can kind of you can start to feel good about your team and understand, OK, this is kind of where everybody fits. And and now it's it, they got to do it sooner, Buck, because as much as everybody likes, oh, hey, OK, you know, three preseason games that are four, you don't need three preseason 
preseason games. No, teams have to figure out, you know, wh- where they're at now. You know, it's like, okay, we got one game and who knows how much they're going to play. So we got to answer a lot of questions earlier in camp than we normally do because we don't have the extra game. We don't have this extra time to get guys on the field together and see what kind of chemistry they have. So it's like, like watching tonight, like watching, you know, look, Callaway has been pretty good throughout camp. You know, he had a big touchdown last week. And now after tonight, you're like, oh, man, these guys look great together. This is, this is going to be terrific. Uh, you know, you got to answer those questions a lot earlier now. A lot of teams are like the Jaguars have way more questions to answer coming off this game than the Saints do. Absolutely. Because here's the thing. The preseason doesn't count, but it certainly does matter. And there are things that you can get from watching preseason games in terms of a feel for how your team is performing. Are they in rhythm? Are they in sync? Do they have the right momentum heading into the regular season? And I know a lot of times with these teams not electing to play their starters, you wonder, well, how can you build momentum in the preseason? There's some teams that you can just tell they have it going. When I look at the Cleveland Browns, the Cleveland Browns already have it going because when I look at their backups playing, I can just tell they get it. They're on page. They're on They're on the same page. They're playing together. They're in unison. When Baker Mayfield and the starters are out there, they're flowing. It just looks like they're ready. Um, some coaches like to say game ready is a term that they use. Can you look at your team and do they appear to be game ready? Where if this was week one, do they look like they're ready for the challenge? Some of these teams look like it. When I look at the Saints, they appear to be close to being game ready. With the Jaguars, still need a little seasoning Still need a little more time to kind of work out some of the kinks. We're just getting started here on Fox Sports Radio. Jason Smith and Bucky Brooks. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Bucky at Bucky Brooks as we continue to break down all the big news in the National Football League. Finding the perfect hire can feel like searching for a needle in a bottomless haystack of resumes. Indeed makes hiring fast and simple with 135 skills tests to help candidates prove they have the experience your job requires. Their powerful hiring platform even helps you schedule and conduct video interviews right on their site, which is probably why Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined, according to Talent Nest. To learn more about finding your next great hire, visit Indeed dot com slash credit that's indeed.com slash credit well we got more nfl to break down all the young quarterbacks this weekend all the big news big injuries jason lock and forest stops by with us next all the football your head needs is right here jason and bucky fox sports radio be sure to catch live editions of the jason smith show with mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m eastern 7 p.m pacific on fox sports radio and the iheart radio app This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, 
You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It has been all Saints on Monday Night Football. Jameis Winston, couple of touchdowns. Trevor Lawrence running for his life, and that kind of sums things up. 23-3, Saints lead the Jags. So, what big questions do we need answered? Well, we're going to head to the hotline right now, bringing CBS Sports NFL insider extraordinaire, longtime friend of the show, Jason Locke and Fora. What's happening, Jay? What's going on? Uh, Bucky, How are we? We were just debating the merits of Zach Wilson over Trevor Lawrence. And, you know, both Bucky <laughs> oh, and I feel that the Hall of Fame path Zach Wilson is on is a pretty good one. Well, I, you guys know better than me. I, um, we'll, yeah. We'll, yeah. We'll, see how, we'll see how that goes. I, I know it takes a village to raise a quarterback, and um, – there have been too many village idiots in, in New York for too long, but maybe maybe they now have the right collective together, and 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 we'll see. Um, but clearly, he's a he's a talented young man, and Trevor Lawrence has uh, generational talent. But I think if you paid any attention tonight, you'll see that you can also hold you can hold that talent back. You can. Um, 
rather than unleash that talent, you, you, you can sort of bottle up and constrain that talent. If you run that sort of offensive line out there, if you run th- those sort of concepts, if you find yourself in second and 10 and third and 10 on the road in a dome against a, a pretty good defense, then um, and you refuse to really run the ball right and you don't really want to just keep it simple, stupid, then you can get yourself in trouble. You can get your quarterback hit a little bit more than you'd like. And um, you, you can find yourself, uh, to use Urban Meyer's own words, uh, still struggling to find any semblance of an offensive identity. What's, what's your biggest, if I said, okay, biggest thing for you that stands out right now about the Trevor Lawrence-Urban Meyer situation in Jacksonville, what is it? I don't know that I just we've talked about this. I've written extensively about this. The more I report on this, the more questions I ask, the more people I talk to, the more I have a hard time thinking this is going to work or work anytime um, soon. I, I just <laughs> every week it's something else odd. Every week it's sort of another self-induced error. Um, this whole split in time with Minshew, the the Tebow thing, the, oh, I don't really know if I believe in free agency thing. I don't like this process. I mean, is he mind, body, and soul into this, or, or, or is he not? You know? Like, his facial expressions, the, oh, we're still trying to blend uh, my college concepts with the NFL. Bro, it's here. It's happening. It's happening in three weeks. You're going to lose more in the first six weeks of this season than you're used to losing in a calendar year. And I just don't know how that's all going to go down. It hasn't gone down well for a lot of dudes wired like him in the past making this jump. And it's the same offensive line that won, what, one or two games last year. Mm -hmm. Um, I I don't see a lot of speed. I don't see a lot of twitch. I don't – I don't see he, – he's, this is a dude who's used to having backups who could start for the other team, and now you're on the other side of that paradigm. I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a tough one. But since we're talking about coaches and just wondering how it's going to fare, uh, what are we to make of Mike McCarthy and what is going on in Dallas? Bucky, I, I – you know <laughs> – <laughs> We ask the tough questions on this yeah. show. Jason Lock and knows I that. I know that, you know, that Jerry and everybody else is telling you nothing to see here and we're fine and, and you know, Dak's right on track and we're good and this or that. But whew, this is far from how you would script um, sort of the year two of this program. And the coach never really gets to work with the, the quarterback um, the quarterback doesn't really get to throw. I mean, to this point, he hasn't done anything in team drills with pads the entire summer. Um, we're running out of preseason games. That offensive line, I don't know that it's going to go exactly like Pittsburgh's last year, but if you told me that a bunch of them got, you know, sort of long in the tooth and, and banged up and injured and near the end at once, boy, it wouldn't it wouldn't shock me. Um they're just really – I feel like they haven't really – there's been no sort of good news, right? There's been no real positive momentum. Um, maybe a little bit on the defensive side of the ball where, you know, they, they seem to have found in, in Parsons and Neal some linebackers to maybe add a little more um, – a jolt of electricity, a little more, you know, 
uh, dynamic element to that group, but I still think they got issues um, around the rest of that defense. And will they be content to just kind of, as much as they've invested in the quarterback and the wide receivers, I kind of feel like this might be one where Dak needs the – Need Zeke, right, and need sort of the, the approach that they were taking when he first took over to kind of get his feet back under him and get his shoulders straight and kind of kind of um, navigate his way through the first four or six weeks of the season because that's going to be his camp because he hasn't had a camp. And he's coming off a completely missed year, and he's coming off a major surgery, and now he's coming off a shoulder thing too. Um, I, I don't know how you could observe anything that's gone on there to this point and be like, oh, yeah, this is the Cowboys year. I mean, but Jay, come on, look at the flip side of it. Dak's coming off a huge injury. He got paid a lot of money. He's got another injury that's holding him back. He's not going to play until week one. What could go wrong? I mean, really, what's the concern? What's what's really the concern here? This is all fine. Right. You know, Lyle Collins, and they're talking about the neck and the back and, you know, can Tyron get through another year and everything he's gone through. And you're talking about, you know, his he's had issues with his neck. Um I, I don't know. I, I kind of feel like that's a team. I hate to use this term, but I, I I just don't know if they've miscalculated their window a little bit. I I, I don't know. I don't. I just don't have a good vibe. Mm. Man, that's that's not real positive. Since we got negative Nancy, Jason, let's let's take it to San Francisco. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo and I guess Trey Lance are kind of in a quarterback competition. Kind of. But, but Jimmy Garoppolo hasn't necessarily held up his end of the dig. If you're Kyle Shanahan, who do you start week one? I think he starts Garoppolo and just continues to develop. Trey Lance. You know, had Trey Lance played a full season last year, um, maybe that's a a different scenario. But you're talking about a major jump. You're talking about someone that hasn't really played competitive football in a couple of years. You're talking about a team that's built to win now with a quarterback who did play in a Super Bowl, who you are paying $25 million to. Um, I feel like this one could be like Miami last year, where what were they like four and two or something like that when they made the switch to two? Like they they weren't, you know, they were clearly on the upswing. They weren't, you're, you're, you know, the the Miami Dolphins of recent vintage. They were doing pretty good with Fitz, but it was like, okay, now it's time to see if we could be a little bit more, you know, um, uh, transformational. If if we could attack this thing a little bit different, if we get our our more spry, more mobile, more athletic quarterback on the field and see what that unlocks. And and maybe it's it's not, you know, as cut and dry as that thing ended up being in Miami just because of what Garoppolo has, has done and because of how good that roster is and 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 you know, maybe maybe they're humming along even more than Miami was when they made that transition. But I think at some point they're gonna look at, at Lance in practice and, and kinda be like it's it's time to it's time to unleash him, but you know I think Kyle you know Kyle lived that whole thing in Washington where all of a sudden week one right all in for RG three and it was like he's got to be back week one he's got to be back week one he's got to be back week one and and that was a mistake and with, with with Lance and with their program being where it is and with it being more about January than September I 
I, I just don't know that he wants to flip that switch right now. But at some point in October, he might want to. And maybe Garoppolo plays well enough that it's not a thing, but if Garoppolo is pedestrian, um, but they're winning because of the run game and they're winning because of the defense, um, then, then Kyle might say, you know what, we, we, can, we can add some to- turbo boosters to this offense, and, and I'm ready to turn it over to this young man. Jason Lockett for our guest, the Jason Smith Show, with Bucky Brooks in for Mike Harmon. All right, one place now where clearly after tonight there is no quarterback controversy. Uh, Jameis Winston is the starter. Uh, I might, you know, yeah, you can't tell a ton from preseason, but I think uh, after tonight yeah. there, there's, there's no way that's not happening, right? Well, look, I, I watched – I watched the game in Baltimore last week with my own eyes and wrote a column in real time saying Jameis Winston is the starting quarterback. Like, there's no way. Taysom Hill can't make the throws that Jameis made last week in the two-minute show. Taysom Hill can't push the ball downfield the way Jameis can. And I, I talked to Sean Payton before that game. I talked to Sean Payton after that game. Um, the, the idea of being able to come up with a passing game that, forces you to defend all quadrants and let's be real the last three years two two and a half years under drew Brees, you had to defend you know short middle you had to defend the flanks you had to defend intermediate middle maybe a little bit intermediate outside the hash marks and that's it they weren't you know mike thomas was catching a lot of balls but they weren't there were no air yards i mean they were lowest in the league they were right there with, with that pop gun thing pittsburgh was doing last year in terms of of air yards per attempt and Jameis, when last time he was a starter in Tampa, he led the league in air yards per attempt. I mean, it was, you know, no risk it, no biscuit. And there's a happy medium in there somewhere. But with the way they run the ball, with that kind of offensive line, to have a quarterback who can throw that kind of deep ball, and you still keep Taysom Hill in the jack-of-all-trades role, and you keep him in all the special teams formations and situations, it just seemed like a no-brainer to me. Um, and now there's another week of empirical evidence to back that up. So, yeah, I would have told you a week ago I'd be shocked if he keeps Jameis on the bench. Now, Taysom will see the field, too. But I think Jameis Winston is, is their starting quarterback. Ooh, I love it. I love it. And I can't wait for them to match up against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I can't oh, wait. I'm so excited. That'll be delicious. It, it will be. Speaking of sporting quarterbacks, um, what is Matt Nagy doing with the Andy Dog thing? Like, why are we having this conversation? <laughs> so, like, like, God, like, you're asking the like, wrong like, 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 what does what does Andy Dalton have on Matt Nagy? I, I, hey, you know, I mean, Bucky, I think it really is as simple as like you, you got to look at the big picture there and how they mismanage this quarterback position. Um, and you know, if you if you go to Fields too soon and then you turn it back over to Dalton. And Dalton stinks, too. And I think we know what Dalton is at this point. And then you go back to Fields. You run the risk that you've already shot his confidence a little bit, right? You've already kind of put him through the ringer. You've already, you know, jobs on the line and all that stuff, although you and I know jobs are on the line right now. So I think they're going with the conventional, you know, coach and GM thought, which is, well, we'll play the old guy, and then once he shows he can't do it, then we, we go to the younger guy and, you know, see if he can give us a shot of adrenaline and, and make us all look good to the owners because, he you know, he gets better as the season goes along. But, 
God, could you imagine that press box <laughs> halftime, right? And and Ryan Pace comes out of his booth, and the owners are there, and watching Trubisky play the way he played against their defense, which they think could possibly lead them back to the playoffs. I, I wouldn't even, man, I wouldn't blame Pace if he just hid in the bathroom the whole time, like just hid in the <laughs> stall, just with his watch, like looking, okay, 14 minutes and 59 seconds, 15 minutes, all right, it might be safe to come back out. I might have dodged him. Like that, that just had to be awkward with the way Trubisky just marched up and down the field on their defense in that first half and touchdown, 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 touchdown. Not that he threw them all, but did four straight touchdown drives. And meanwhile, you got Dalton going three and out for five yards, three and out for nine yards, you know, three and out interception. Uh, I know he threw the touchdown pass there at the end of the half, but yeah, but they're married to this. They, their messaging has been on point the entire time. They've made it clear to the locker room, to the media, and to the fan base that we gave this guy $10 million bucks. We're going to lose a bunch of games with him uh, early on, and, and then we'll find out what our first-round pick could do. And you know what? Fields is good enough that maybe he does save those jobs in the end. But th- th- this has been baked into the cake the whole time. Hey, Jay, uh, take me inside. You're, like, you're living in Baltimore. I, I know you're living and breathing this you know, every day. I remember what the celebration was like for Cal Ripken when he broke the game streak. I remember oh, some big things that happened. Uh, is, is this the kind of celebration you guys are ready for? Because if, if the Ravens beat Washington next week, you have the most preseason wins consecutive in NFL history. Yeah, I, you have your 20th win. I don't anticipate um, – <laughs> People, you know, spontaneously having a rush of euphoria and running into the streets and, um, you know, chanting, you know, Verity, Verity, the backup kicker who maybe will kick that field goal to win them the 20th straight or whatever. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to go do an Orioles thing there because oh, as no, it no, stands no. right now, no, no. When you the win Orioles the have lost of- 18 straight. Right, and the and the Ravens have won like 18 straight or whatever preseason games. I mean, look, I, I guess it's a feather in their cap, right? I mean, it, it speaks to a coaching staff that can get a bunch of guys with disparate backgrounds prepared to play football and be relatively fundamentally sound under less than ideal circumstances, and it speaks to um, the depth of their roster. And it's like if you watch the Carolina game, I mean, they played Huntley the entire game. Uh, they had none of their first four wide receivers up um, they really, you know, Oliver was their number one tight end. The offensive line was a complete mash unit from the start with no Ronnie Stanley, and they don't know who their left guard is yet. Uh, but in the second half, they completely dominated Carolina, and that that was coaching, and that was the depth, right? Their depth was much better than Carolina's. It was 3-3 at the half. So that's that's kind of been the story of a lot of these games. The same thing with the Saints the week before that. I mean, the Saints were the better team in the first half, and then you got to twos and threes in the second half, and um, the Ravens did enough to win. So everyone here is aware of it, and they're cognizant of it. Um, they might beat watching the football team this weekend and whatever, get, get number 20. Uh, but I think around here, people are more interested in when the Orioles are going to win a regular season game than when the Ravens are going to lose a preseason game. Jason Lockett, Fora, who you can buy the special Ravens August Champions T-shirts. Oh, yeah. Uh, right preseason dynasty, man. It's, it's <laughs> unbelievable. It started with Terrence West, two-touchdown game in 2016. It, it, here we are now. The Terrence West game, yes. Yeah, yeah it's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> He's on Twitter at Jason Locking for it. Jay, as always, buddy, appreciate it, man. We'll talk to you next week. Have fun. My pleasure. Thanks, guys.
about that? I mean, 20 wins in the preseason. You're, you're the champions of August. I mean, that's a pretty big thing. Hey, look, some people take issue with that, but I actually think it's great because I do believe there are habits that are formed, right? Winners win. And I know people say, oh, it's the preseason, doesn't matter. But I think when you kind of create a culture of this is what we do and you're able to get your backups to understand that and they understand that the standard in Baltimore is that we win and we win everything, I kind of like that because I do believe there is something to be gained from winning these games. And I know people talk about, well, think about all the, the 4-0 teams. There's, there's a style in a way that you win, not like these – I don't know, rinky-dink wins that you get at the end because the game is reckless. If you play well and win and your ones, twos, and threes are playing well, it does speak to the depth. It does speak to your coaches being engaged, all of that. If you keep them score, I want to be on the winning side of the scoreboard. Twitter at how about a fresca Bucky at Bucky Brooks. Hey, look, I'm a Jets fan. I love to celebrate the offseason. It's the only chance I get to. Uh, <laughs> celebrate them all. Out. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast is 
NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Bucky Brooks in for Mike Harmon. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. to take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations, they do apply. Now, now, Bucky, I know you know this is our this is our second show we've done together, and, and, and we're having a lot of fun, but I want to tell you something that you probably don't know about me. You ready? Mm-hmm. I don't really like to say I told you so. But uh, but I do. Oh, I, I kind of do. Oh, so when I say okay. I don't like to say I told you so, no, but I really, really do, do like doing you that. Really yeah, do. you know, I really like doing that. Like for instance, I don't like to say that I told you so in the off season. Watch what happens when Tua has his second year in the league and he's got a full off season mm-hmm. and he's healthy mm-hmm. and watch him be a different quarterback than he was a year ago. Now clearly, look, it's still the preseason. But if you talk about somebody that looks completely different from last year to this year, when you talk about confidence and how well he's moving and throwing the football. I mean, too, I mean, if you're a Dolphins fan right now, you're going, okay, I feel much better that we got the right guy than I did a year ago at this time. I, you're right, for one. Secondly, <laughs> quarterbacks should make the biggest improvement from year one to year two because they've seen things, they have the offseason, they've been able to get in the lab and kind of do some things. The team has also been able to kind of build things around them after watching them to kind of mask some of their deficiencies and weaknesses. We're too talking about Loa. The Miami Dolphins made a concerted effort to upgrade the talent around him. Flip, they switched out the coordinators, got rid of Fitzpatrick so he doesn't have to worry about him hanging over his shoulder. And he's playing better. Now, it's preseason, but he certainly looks like a much different player than the one they played last year, who I still say he didn't play poorly. He just played very conservatively, which is different when you have Ryan Fitzpatrick back there kind of flinging it, and he's the ultimate hot, cold quarterback that you ever can have in, in the NFL. 
You know, it's funny you say that because he kind of reminded me. I remember when when Chad Pennington took over and for, for Vinny mm-hmm. Testaverde and, and Herm Edwards mm-hmm. said, listen, you got to just trust that you're doing it. You can't think and you can't you can't be any hesitant. You got to just let it fly. And that's kind of what I saw from Tua last year. I mean, how many times do you look at him at halftime? He's got 63 yards passing and you're hitting refresh on your computer going, there's no way he's got six. No, oh, no, he's got six. But then as he warms up, he starts throwing gains his confidence in the second half. and he starts taking chunks downfield. He just didn't seem like he had that confidence last year that I can make all these throws, whether it was I don't want to throw a pick mm-hmm. here. I'm, I'm, I'm paranoid about it. But it, he, he seems much more, hey, I'm going to let it fly and trust my talent. And, and so far, like I said, he's a different guy. He is a much different guy. And what I really like about it, and, and this is what I think people have to understand, the coach that he played for before he got to the National Football League, Nick Saban, number one rule is don't turn it over. Like, he comes from the Bill Belichick tree, do not turn the ball over. Because if you don't turn it over, your odds of winning go up astronomically. And so he is trying to be super safe with it, not turn it over. He's checked down Charlie, taking all the dump offs, and people wanted him to push it down the field because that's what Ryan Fitzpatrick did. But I have, you know, I have a bet with Dan Byer. I said Dan Byer because he's pushing the Red, he's pushing the Washington football team and Fitzpatrick. I said, I bet you a hamburger you won't start Ryan Fitzpatrick in your fantasy league every week. I bet you that. I said, why don't you start him every week and tell me what that experience is like? <laughs> oh, I hope they got buyer's money because he's not going to pay it for like week six. Oh, and six, you're not getting it from me. It's not happening. Oh, Jason Smith, Bucky Brooks. Coming up next, we get back into the biggest NFL story of the day. This is Fox. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.